Shaken Not Loop, the podcast which got partway through writing our first intro and then... I'm your host, Fuzzy Dan, and joining me today is a man who always finishes what he... It's Mr. Doody Dootrum. How are we, sir? I'm... How are you? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> okay, enough of that, but yeah. I'm great. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, we are back, shaken, not noob. We're here to talk about video games and all of the things that happen around video games that are lots of fun to discuss. I want to kick things off with something that I know you're pretty excited about, mm-hmm. um, is Marvel's Midnight Suns. Um, did you see this? Have you read about this? The gameplay trailer that we got uh, overnight last night? Yeah, so we, we missed a wee bit of stuff. We did take uh, some time off uh, for Noob and Nerd as well. Uh, but Gamescom was on Midnight Suns, man. It's it's being done by the XCOM guys in 2K, uh, 2K Games. Um, yes. It is a card game from my understanding. It's a turn-based card game. Um, yeah, <laughs> I look. If it was something that wasn't Marvel, I would be saying I'm not touching this. But because a it's Marvel and b it's got my favorite Blade. Ghost Rider in it and Doctor Strange <laughs> and Wolverine <laughs> and like characters that I love in the Marvel universe, um, then that's that's the reason I'm taking a look at this because like I, I saw the the reveal trailer. And I'm like, oh yeah, Captain Marvel, Captain America. Captain Crunch, um, and then <laughs> I saw like flames and chains. And went, oh fuck yeah, it's Ghost Rider right on. It's probably just Johnny Blaze. And then I'm like, no, it's Robbie Ray as Ghost Rider, which is like m- one of my favorite Ghost Riders. And I've seen all these people online being like, Ghost Rider's in the game, but he looks really different because he has this hole in the middle of his head, and I've never <laughs> seen that. And I'm like, read a fucking book, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um, that's that's basically what's getting my interest on on board with this game. But turn based card game, I don't know, man. Yeah, and look, I, I think if you're you're really into XCOM, like that that game style, the turn based combat. If you're into say something like Wastelands, anything like that, but with the Marvel tinge, I think you'll find some joy in here. Um, I mean, what other Marvel games are you going to play? Avengers? Yeah, I mean that's that's the problem. Um, but I mean, it did have Blade in it. I was very excited to see Blade in there, which oh, yeah. is pretty awesome. Um, so it does look like it will be a little bit of fun, um, mixing together pretty much everybody, um, within the Marvel universe to, uh, to get things going. I just don't, I just don't know about the game style. I just, it's one of those things that I see those types of games. I just go, no, not pass. I so, will let you know yeah. when, I think it's February it comes out <laughs> next year. Um, so I'll, I'll be taking a yeah. look at that, um, for better or worse, just like Avengers Black Panther that I played during a hiatus. It's fine. Oh. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's something about it. Like I, I keep watching that game trailer. It keeps popping up all, o- yeah, all over the place. It's adding it's everywhere. Something about man. the panther's the panther's tail really bothers me. It oh, just, how he grabs the tail weird. thing. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it looks it's pretty cool. Like you, when you first like see them, they do like a. With previous DLCs, you play as the Avengers, and then like a cutscene happens, and then you know Kate Bishop or Hawkeye are fighting alongside you, and then you unlock them yeah. and you play as them. Where this is like. It starts off flat in Wakanda. Black Panther's got a very Batman-esque sort of intro with, like, a, a panther jumping and, like, you know, Batman a guy, and then Black Panther, like, calls it off. So it, it's yeah. it's pretty cool. It's Christopher Judge's Black Panther as well, and he's not doing a Kratos voice. They actually got the um, the speech uh, specialist from the Black Panther movie in for the DLC for all of the actors. Um, okay. Yeah, so I think Chris Judge is actually pretty cool as Black Panther, but it's the same thing, man. It's just... You know, it's a new biome, it's Wakanda, it's the exact same gameplay, 
you know, it's it's nothing new in regards to what it brings. Like it's it's a new biome, it's a new hero, but the hero is Black Panther. Like, what's he gonna do? Run yeah. and jump to get around? You're damn right. But yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You guessed correctly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. That was uh, it. Was pretty cool to see. Look, um, we'll see how this all goes with um, with the new Midnight Suns. Black Panther and Midnight Suns and all the rest of it. They're going very heavy on the games front at the moment, um, probably because everything else they're doing is turning to shit. Uh, but yes, let's move on to some other game tra- games trailers that we've seen. Yes. Um, we did get a little teaser for Forza Horizon Five. Oh, uh, yep. Um, which uh, which we're all excited for. I love a bit of Forza, um, so I think yeah, anything anything to do with Forza is going to be fun. Um, Horizon series probably more so than the uh, the actual series uh, itself. I, I think I've, I'm I'm enjoying the Forza Horizon play better. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing as well. Like the Horizon is a good gateway drug into racing. Um, yeah. Plus, if it was a standard, like you know, us outside of the podcast, if it was a standard Forza game, we would have Forza and Formula One 2021 that we'd both be jamming. Like, you need something that breaks up the constant simulation game that we're playing. Um, hence, yeah. Hot Wheels Unleashed coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the the trailer looks pretty cool for it. It is a day one Game Pass game as well, which is an even more of a reason to jump on Game Pass. Dropping the Ford Bronco out of a plane was fucking cool. Very, uh, very Fast and Furious. Um. <laughs> well, Forza Horizon uh, has had Fast and Furious um, DLC packs as well added to it, so they yes, might even have some more. Yeah, look, and look, it's very exciting. I think this time it's going to be really interesting because they've set it in Mexico, um, so that could be quite interesting uh, to see how that all gets played out. But um, I think, was the last one in Australia? Uh, England. Last one was England. England. That's right. Three was yeah. in Australia. Two was in that's right. uh, Italy. And the first one was in Colorado. Yeah. So there's, there's lots of really cool environments that they're going to be able to go through with Mexico, which is great. So, mm. uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing that. Um, other ones, we saw uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Yes. Um, we saw a little bit of that, which looks quite fun. Um, you also get to uh, you get to play as you know one of the four turtles or April O'Neil for some reason. <laughs> I mean, Casey Everybody Jones would make really, more sense. Everybody got really excited about being able to fight as April O'Neil. And I get it, because, you know, she's a core part of that. But, yes, Casey Jones definitely would make more sense as a first character. Cricket? you got to learn what a crumpet is to learn what a cricket is. <laughs> I was watching that movie last night, man. It's so fucking good. Yes. Um, so that's the old school, um, like, side crawler. Yeah, it's a sequel game, to the original which- arcade, isn't it? Yeah, so um, it looks pretty fun. I think um, I think if you're into those kinds of games or if you're into um, the TMNT universe at all, uh, you will enjoy this one. Um, other ones that we saw, we did see the uh, Saints Row reboot uh, coming through, which... A lot of people yeah. are hating. Well, I mean, I, it was one of those games that I think, uh, yeah, it, it's, it hasn't aged well based on some of the content that were there. Um, and then I, th- I, I don't think it will age any better for a reskin. I think it's one of those ones they could probably leave where it was as a piece of a game of, of the culture of that time mm. and probably leave it where it is and maybe move on to something else um, rather than reboot it. But, you know, easier for them to reboot. And <laughs> it's, it's a lot of people are getting up in arms about it. And I will reserve judgment for when they're, you know, when, when we've got hands on with the actual game. But. Saints Row was like, let's put GTA and let's sniff crack up our bum and, 
you know, <laughs> do all this weird random shit. Like, you made the most either monstrosities of characters or you ran around with a giant pixelated dick whacking people to death yeah. with a giant dildo. Like, that's that's how crazy Saints Row is. And now it's it seems to have that Fortnite hipster vibe to it. And the gameplay could be yeah. could be as crazy as it normally is and this could just be the the marketing or whatever. But it seems very Fortnite-y. Um, but we'll just yeah. have to wait and see. A little bit. I mean, they was it. Was it? They did one last year. They did uh, Saints Row the Third, didn't they? Yeah, remastered. Yeah, remastered. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was not great. So yeah, look, I, I look, I, I honestly understand where it comes from, and yes, there is definitely a an element of that sort of fortnightly culture to it. I think probably they maybe were one of the yeah they were they were pushing in that direction, sort of a crazier version of whatever um, GTA was doing. That was their big thing, right? It was GTA was the you know grounded, down to earth, sensible stuff, and Saints Row was all the crazy stuff that GTA wouldn't do. Yeah, I just I, I think they've lost track of all of that. Um, you know, both both companies, to be completely honest. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. Uh, I'm not so excited after playing the Saints Row the Third last year, the remaster. Not so excited to see the original remake um, anymore. Yeah. Um, there was another there was another cool game that I did see. I don't know if you saw this one. It was pretty crazy. It was called Cult of the Lamb. Oh yeah, I saw uh, you share it on Twitter. Yeah, it looks it looks fucking crazy. So this one is uh, done by the guys at Devolver Digital. Um, so they are yeah they they have a a track record of making some pretty crazy games. They do uh, the excellent Broforce, which you've played mm-hmm. uh, and have enjoyed. Uh, they they're known for they having a Gorn. little bit of um, yeah. They, they've done a, a few things <clears throat> which are a little bit tongue in cheek, I suppose. And this one looks just fucking crazy. So it's all about like like devil lambs and sacrifices and all sorts of weird things going on. It looks pretty crazy. Like the content itself is, is looks really interesting. Um, but it is one of those uh, sort of action RPGs. Um, what have they got? Action strategy RPG. It is roguelike as well. So I love those roguelike games. They're, they're jumping into that culture. It does look super stylized and super really interesting. Um, so I'm very excited to check that out. It's called Cult of the Lamb. Um, L-A-M-B. Please do check out the uh, the trailer for that because it looks fucking excellent. Yeah, I've recently, um, <clears throat> as you as you mentioned, played Broforce, but um, uh, acquired my brother's VR headset just before lockdowns um, and tried <laughs> Gorn, which is uh, yep. the, the most recent one before Cult of the Lamb. Um, yep. That shit's fun, man, on VR. That's that's pretty addictive. Um, that's one of those ones that is, um, like, the VR games is just... Yeah, that, that, that really sets all of the gameplay videos for VR at the moment. Yeah. That's the one that really goes. So, yeah, uh, it looks really interesting. <laughs> but they are, they are a very interesting game maker, these guys. So Yeah, it's, it's like gladiator fighting where it's like it's cartoonish mm. sort of Rick and Morty styling where like I literally grabbed a dude's head, ripped it off his body, piffed it at another enemy so they dropped their weapons and then picked it up and threw it at them. Like it's just this crazy, zany, definitely Rick and Morty-esque style. 
Yeah, yeah. So look, um, yeah, I definitely think. In, uh, look, I, I've played a lot of uh, Devolver games in the past. Um, they did the very cool My Friend Pedro, um, Katana Zero, which was out on Games Pass for a while. Um, yeah, they've done some really cool stuff. So if you've liked anything that they've made, um, and I guarantee you probably have played some of their stuff in the past, you are definitely going to uh, enjoy what they, they're putting out here. Yeah, for sure. Um, yes, yeah, so that's uh, that's it for the big gameplay trailers that I enjoyed. Was there anything else that stuck out for you um, from from Gamescom? Uh, there was news that, of course, Halo... Ah, uh, uh, shit, what's the new one called? Halo 5. Halo Infinite? That's it, Halo 5. Yeah, um, yep. that's one. Uh, it is not going to be launching with co-op multiplayer, which is interesting because <laughs> every Halo game has. It's also not launching with the Forge mode where you can create your own maps and game types and stuff like that. Um, yeah. We are getting a Halo Master Chief Elite Controller version 2. I don't know if you saw it, but it actually looks really yeah. good. Um, we are getting a Halo Xbox Series X as well, um, which has, when you purchase it, it has Halo preloaded onto the uh, onto the console already. <laughs> Uh, there was Call of Duty Vanguard, which is the World War Two Call of Duty. Uh, I will say, I'm, oh yeah, I'm very I, I anti dem- Call of that's, Duty. That's going to come up. I've got a little bit on that. We can talk about it now, though. But yes, okay. did, yeah. did, you, did you like this one? Did you did you like the trailer? The, look, the only Call of Duty games I like was World at War for the fact that if you shot someone point blank with a shotgun, they exploded into bits. Um, <laughs> against my will, I was, uh, I received a copy of Call of Duty, Ball Cold Ops, Cold Ops, Cold War, um, which is the, the most recent Black one. Black Ops, Cold War, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ian and Tom bought me a copy of that for my birthday, so we've been playing that cross-platform and, and yelling at each other and all that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> it seems that as much as I don't like Call of Duty, that is, it's a, it's a unifier game, and because it's World War Two, I'm like, all right. You got me back with Black Ops and we're, we're, you know, having casual virtual drinks and chatting shit and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, all right, World War II is my jam. I'll, I'll play that. I'm curious whether they're going to censor things like they did with World War II, uh, Call of Duty World War II, what was that, like three, four years ago? They censored, they got rid of the Nazi logo and replaced it with uh, the Iron Cross thing. Um, yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to do that or, or what's what's going on. Yeah, who knows? They uh, they make some very interesting calls about what they do and do not uh, choose to put in there. So, yeah, look, I mean, the gameplay looks fine. I mean, the gameplay trailers that we've seen so far look fine. It looks very, you know, what you would expect for Call, uh, call of Duty. Um, I will say the big piece of news for me on Call of Duty was that um, there has been a great injustice done, um, possibly the greatest injustice of all time. Uh, is that one of the Call of Duty story characters um, is uh, depicted by a New Zealand war hero guy called Charles Uppen. Um, mm-hmm. So they use this as the basis for the character <clears throat> in this in this game. Yeah. Um, and they have uh, he was he's one of the only people to win two Victoria Crosses. He's like super soldier guy, like amazing war hero, and they've made him Australian, which oh. is just I, I can't um, I can't. It, it boggles the mind at like how offensive that is. That's highly offensive. Oh, Have you not seen Death Proof? So you don't levels. call a Kiwi an Aussie. You just don't. <laughs> so my only recommendation at this stage is until they change that, do not buy this fucking game because this is fucking outrageous. <laughs> oh, it's just like when, you know, I got told off by, you know, fellow streamer Iron Kermit for you seeing us on the podium and we had New Zealand flags. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yes well look yeah that, I, i'm just saying like yeah if you're going to apparently there's there's 
four storylines that you follow. Um, there's one based on a um, American hero, an English hero, a I think it's a, a Russian hero, and then um, someone from yeah this New Zealand hero. All the other three totally fine. Their characters are you know English, American, Russian. So that's that's totally fine. They've got that down. Mm. But this last guy, definitely a Kiwi. They've made an Australia. It's just it boggles the mind. That Surely they they'll fix that, that right? Kind of, oh, they have to. But maybe they've done like maybe they're at the point now where they've got like they've done all the voice acting. It's an Australian guy who's done it. It's just so um, yeah. Don't how how do you fuck that up though? Like surely, <laughs> as uh, is it either as a developer or a publisher, somewhere someone is a historian, right? Like they have a dude who works on Star Wars games. He he's known as the. The, oh, I can't remember his fucking name, right? But he knows absolutely everything and anything about Star Wars. He's like the keeper of the holocron or something yeah. is his official title. Anytime something Star Wars is made, he is involved with the entire story and plot and everything to make sure nothing conflicts with one another. You can't have yeah. this character here because he's at here at this certain you know time. How do you not have someone... Even, not Star Wars is even more like... Just completely... The they knew he... Yeah. They used his whole story, like, yeah, they, they've built it out around this guy specifically and like leading the, the like every time you open anything about this guy on the internet it is New Zealand war hero this you know it, it, it's unless they're using him as off. inspiration and they couldn't use it because he wouldn't <sighs> allow it like maybe he wouldn't allow his his he, he, he didn't actually like sell their story they're using his stories as inspiration and making an Australian character look 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 to be fair I think he did so I don't oh, okay I don't. I don't think that bothers, them. but it's it's very much a case of they yeah they could have got any fucking Kiwi like I'm sure there is a Kiwi voice actor out there um, that would have been willing to voice this guy. But you anyway, on that famous Twitch streamer, that guy who uh, I'm sure you've seen the videos of comparisons of Twitch streamers. One who's saying, "How do you not have five dollars to give me five dollars?" and the other dude get and this Kiwi guy who's making like some art out of wood, he gets given ten bucks and he tries to give it back. Surely he couldn't <laughs> have gotten that. He's like the most loved person on Twitch. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, there you go. That's uh, yeah the controversy of the week. Besides, um, yeah, pretty big. Um, other things that have happened over the past uh, past week, we've seen um, the Far Cry Six gameplay previews. Um, so the final previews have been coming through um, thick and fast. It's I, I'm I'm not sure how you feel about it, Duty, but uh, for me, it's it's looking. I'm very underwhelmed by uh, by what I'm seeing from Far Cry. Yeah, I I watched um, friend of the show G Man's got a impression videos up at the moment, and he um, goes through some gameplay details stuff like that. I think the biggest yeah. flag that some people have had and some people don't care for necessarily is that this is a single player based game. It's not a it is multiplayer in regards to cooperative, but not PvP. Um, yep. Just like all Far Cry games. But it's got microtransactions as an option, just like how Assassin's Creed had microtransactions as an option um, yeah. and, and people weighing up on that. He did, however, go through the three um, animal companions that because you, you always get companions in Far Cry games. Yeah, we've had a yeah. bear, we've had a saber-toothed tiger. Um, this one, your options are Chorizo, which is a sausage dog that is in a little wheelchair. It's a little sausage <laughs> dog puppy. Um, yeah. His ability, or the reason why you want to pick him as, or him or her as a companion, is because they're incredibly cute. Now that might sound something stupid, right? But the, he, Chorizo is so cute that he distracts enemies so you can sneak past or assassinate them. Like that's his <laughs> shtick. 
Um, uh, there is an that's... alligator that wears an alligator T-shirt that just swarms and rushes out of the uh, out of the, love it. Is, the mangrove. His name's uh, Guapo, right? That's it. Which apparently <laughs> yeah. oh, it translates to something like handsome or tough or something. Oh, oh. Yeah, Guapo means uh, handsome. Yeah. And then there's the chicken. There's a chicken with razor talons that apparently just swarms in and fucks people up. And watching some gameplay of it, I'm sitting there going like, we've had a bear, we've had a cat, we've had a dog. Like, this is pretty fucking cool, man. It's yeah. it's it's going to more towards that silliness of it. Not silliness in regards to, say, like, Saints oh, Row. No. But it's, it's leaning more towards that. And it's the first Far Cry game that we've had set in tropical locations since Far Cry 3. Yeah, look, I mean, everything I've watched about this, like, every gameplay trailer I've seen, it's starting to push towards this really ridiculous, over-the-top gameplay. Mm. Like, everything's crazy. Like, you've got a backpack that can either shoot rockets or do, like, a jet fire thing. Jet jump, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, and you've got, you know, you've got a chicken assassin thing that seems to know things about where it's going and what it's doing. It has a mind of its own. It kind of reminds me of um, that one of the comics I really love. This this comic called Chew, um, <laughs> and in that comic, there's a, a, a secret agent who is a chicken, yeah, um, called Pollo. <laughs> Fucking which great is, book, which is Mexican for chicken, um, and <laughs> uh, and yeah, he basically just he turns. He goes out and does superhero stuff, and every single comic he ends up being like, you know, parts of him come off and get replaced with robot bits, and it just, that's what it feels like. It's just this really ridiculous, over-the-top comic now, and Far Cry used to be, well, it has been, always the the main games have always been quite serious, and yes, there's some, some comedic elements to them, but most of those have been saved for the in-between games. So, you know, in Far Cry 5, then Far Cry New Dawn. New Dawn was crazy over the top, fluoro, all the rest of it. But Far Cry 5 was quite serious in itself. And I think they lost that here. I think they missed, it's a big misstep for them. I'm, look, I'm excited for it for one reason. Now, previous Far Cry games, I played Far Cry 3. That was great. For a lot of people liked Pagan Min. I wasn't a fan I didn't touch Primal. It's fine. Uh, five was okay, and I saw New Dawn as more of a DLC than a standalone game. But John Carl Esposito uh, in Far Cry uh, New Dawn, not New Dawn, Far Cry Six. I'm yeah very excited for that because that man is like Jeffrey Dean Morgan in The Walking Dead. As soon as he yeah. he's on screen, you're immediately fixated and you're you're keyed into what's happening. Um, yeah. So I, I'm excited for it. I, I think it's got that campiness fun to it. I'm wondering if it's going to be, if it's going to have the same problem that other Far Cry games have had, where it shows you the main villain at the start, you get 80% of the game without them, and then they're in the last, t- you know, 10 to 20%, and that's it. You know, I feel I have a I have a feeling that's exactly what this is going to be. <laughs> it's yeah, I like. There's just. I mean, it is one of those open world RPGs, so you get to you know walk around and do a bunch of stuff. There are a lot more. Like in the past, it's been a lot more action than RPG, I think. But this yeah. one seems to have pushed on the the RPG side. There's um, customizable like kits and loadouts that you can have, and all your gear does different things. And I kind of like that. Like that that kind of it's actually depth yeah, to a it's, game it's putting is into really that, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's having so like I think if you if you got like fireproof gloves, you can take you can you can pat fire out on you faster and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's got um, like different ammo types, all sorts of different things. So there's there's some really cool elements to it, which I I think are, are long overdue and actually give a lot more playability to just a standard action game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think apart from that, it feels like there's it's going down really weird pathways all over the place. Like the guns seem over the top and ridiculous like every single one of them um or if they're not over the top and ridiculous it just looks like you're shooting in call of duty like it just there's there's uh, like a i don't know action movie sheen to everything but like a really campy 80s action movie sheen to it yeah and from from what i understand as well like because you you know as with all you know a, a lot more recent Far Cry games, you know, you're playing in, in re- on behalf of, like, a rebellion or a resistance or whatever, yeah. um, and you've got shit cars, you've got, you know, crappy weapons and all that sort of stuff, and it's actually playing up that factor of having crappy weapons and crappy cars. Um, yeah. And there's horses that you ride now that, like, you won't be detected by enemies rather than driving a car, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, yeah. Comes out in October off the top of my head. Uh, I'm excited for it. Fuzzy, I believe, reviewed uh, Far Cry New Dawn when that came out yes. two, three years ago. So we'll, yep. probably, we'll probably both be jumping on it and having a bit of fun with it. To uh, Hopefully, I'm wondering if it's going to be cross-play multi- uh, co-op. If, if you are on a PlayStation and I'm on my PC or whatever it might be, can we jump into each other's games? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see that. I yeah, Look, because there are some interesting elements to this like there are you know if you fall, if you fall in a firefight you do um you have companions that can heal you up and pick you up again mm. so that's kind of thing um so they, they have confirmed there is definitely fully uh playable co-op modes uh, now but they haven't talked about um cross-platform stuff yet so we'll see how we go yeah uh but yeah look i, I it's I, I'm, I'm very nervous about it like i'm not as excited as i have been before uh, by previous Far Cry games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this one is a... Stay tuned. We will definitely tell you all about it, though. Yeah, yeah, we'll um, definitely provide you our thoughts. But, yeah, there are heaps of uh, gameplay um, uh, previews out for that now, so you can definitely check them all out uh, online wherever you see your previews. Yes. But, do we have a sponsor. We do. They are Culture Shock Collectibles, the number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Um, have you bought anything from them lately? <laughs> Uh, I have, uh, as of yesterday, I messaged Michael to to pre-order, to put something aside for me. Uh, in December, uh, some of you may or may not know, fantastic comic book, trans- uh, not Transformers, Power Rangers crossed over with the Mighty Morphin, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers crossing over with the Ninja Turtles. Fantastic, yep. fantastic book. They are making those as action figures. Um, so, of course, there is already up for pre-order. It will cost you, if you want the whole set so far, it's 350 bucks. Uh, it gets you the Turtles as the Power Rangers, as well as... Tommy the Green Ranger as a foot ninja and Green Ranger Shredder. Um, as of this moment, I have pre-ordered Green Ranger Shredder. Ah, yes. Okay. It's a it's a fantastic book. It's it's Green Ranger Shredder taking on the Power Rangers in the book is fucking rad. Um, and of course, you know, being the Green Ranger as Shredder, he's like you know even more enhanced, and more powerful, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that, that's what I've got at the moment. Um, no hot toys. Oh, I've got two hot toys that are on pre-order, but they won't come out until next year, which is the Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, Black Suit Superman, and Nightmare Batman, and Mandalorian Boba Fett when he first you know appears in his you know ringy didge armor that's all dented and cracked and stuff, and he kicks the shit out of Stormtroopers. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I've got for pre-order at the moment. I know Michael is on 
I think it's Fridays at 2.30 on Instagram. He is going live with what's just arrived in the warehouse and he's basically unboxing from shipments and showing you what's arrived and going through some cool stuff. Um, he's nice. also doing interviews as well with uh, with fellow stores, content creators, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I recently chatted with Michael talking about video games, talking about collectibles, talking about hot toys and comic books and everything with him. So that was, um, that was real cool. Excellent. Yeah, there we go. Um, so you yeah, definitely go and check them out. They do have a lot of really cool stuff on there. I think he did an unboxing thing with um, some Masters of the Universe toys um, a couple of weeks back. So, yeah, definitely go check all of that out. Uh, CultureShockCollectibles.com. Uh, they're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, Duty, we do have a couple of games to talk about this week uh, that we have played over the past little while. Indeed. Um, Let's kick off with yours because I'm sure you'll have the most to talk about it. Um, it is Aliens Fireteam, the game, the three-player cooperative, um, which has just launched last week. Yes. Tell us what's going on. Tell us all about it. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Well, look, it's 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 an interesting game. It is Collingwood. You either love it or you hate it. Don't know what Collingwood <laughs> is? It's the Yankees. You either love it or you hate it. Don't know what that is? It's Manchester United. You either hate <laughs> it or you hate it. Like, it's it's a thing that you love or hate, and I've seen some people defend the living shit out of this game online. I've seen some people tear it a fucking asshole online. Um, yes. It is a third-person uh, action arcade shooter, if you will, developed by a new company called Cold Iron Studios, and this is their first game in the Alien uh, franchise, Aliens Fireteam Elite. It's set about 25 years off the top of my head after the events of Aliens. There is sure. no cameos from characters. You're not going back to LV426. There are Easter eggs, but there's not direct references to characters or anything like that. So if, if you're looking at General that stuff... booze. Yeah. Um, also, this game in no way is, is story-based. There is one cutscene in the game, and that's at the very start. Everything else is told to you via radio call-ins or audio logs and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. if you want to figure out... If you want a game for story, I highly recommend Isolation. That, in my opinion, is the best Alien game. It still oh, 100%. is. 100%. And um, this is... It's it's weird, man. Like retail Australian on PC on Steam, it's about fifty fifty five bucks in stores. It's yeah. sixty bucks. Is it worth it for that price? No, it's 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 worth twenty to thirty dollars. Um, wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slamming them straight off the bat. <laughs> it's if this was a Game Pass game, highly recommend because this yep. game is made to be played with friends. If you're playing this game solo, you're going to absolutely fucking hate it. Because playing yeah. solo is, it's it's like, fuck, what's it, remember that, oh, I don't know if you remember that Xbox 360 game called Shadowlands, it was a fucking multiplayer arcade arena shooter thing, and if you oh, played yeah. that solo with AI, it was the most boring thing in the world, and do you play, do you get AI if you play solo? You do, they're androids, and okay. they're pretty no, stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's better than nothing, let's put it that way. <laughs> it's better than nothing, yeah, It it's, gameplay wise, it's a third person action shooter, a bit like Gears of War and uh, Ghost Recon, sort of over the over the shoulder sort of style, um, but it is a horde based action game like Left for Dead and Back for Blood, where there are swarms of xenomorphs known as the normal ones are runners, which are basically Alien Three and a Alien vs Predator One sort of merged together, running on all fours very fast, uh, yep. and then there's special variants like you do get with you know Left for Dead and stuff like that, where you get the drone, which is the original Alien from the first film. 
that appears sure. out of vents, tries to grab you and jump on you, whacks the shit out of you. Once it's taken some damage, it fucks off and it just repeats itself until it dies. There's the pouncer, which literally just hides around a corner, waits for you to walk past it, and then pounces on you and attacks you. There's the burster, which when it dies, it explodes, raining acid everywhere. There's the warrior, which is like a... a it's a bit like the tank from Left 4 Dead, but not overly the tank. It is like stupidly fucking tall. It has a shield and health, which is stupid. There's a charger. <laughs> there's a Praetorian. There's 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 all these different styles of aliens. They very much tried to make it a uh, Left 4 Dead style game. But if you're an Aliens fan and know about the Aliens lore and different species, and even you're a fan of the movies and you see how quickly a pulse rifle takes down an alien... You'll be sitting there going, no, I'm not spending half a clip taking down a warrior. I'm spending about th- three or four rounds taking down a warrior. Mm. Um, it is, it's a weird game, man. I, I don't necessarily know I can recommend it until it's either on sale for 20, 30 bucks or it's yeah. on Game Pass. If this launched on Game Pass, I'd be saying jump on it because if you and your friends have Game Pass, fucking great. It's great for playing with friends, but having you and two other friends dish out money for this i'm like yeah. if it's 20 bucks yeah knock yourself out 20 bucks you, you spend I mean, more 20 than bucks that, is but, 20 bucks though right <laughs> yeah but like you spend more more than that going to a bottle shop you know but a, a bottle of whiskey or this game i'd pick the bottle of whiskey like <laughs> and, and i'm not trying to sound like a dick but like this game it doesn't feel like an aliens game it feels like an arcade shooter with aliens pasted over the top like yeah. so it could have been anything else in there right it, feel, it sounds like you're saying like in that sort of back for blood it, it could have just been as easily have been zombies yeah oh 100 it could have easily been zombies but i think that's the thing with aliens games though as well like you look at the friday the 13th game like if even if you didn't like it it sounded like friday the 13th it felt like friday the 13th it had all of these callbacks and it was using the original music and all that sort of stuff from the series but this game just has aliens. It has the sound of the pulse rifle and all that sort of stuff. But the music isn't aliens. The atmosphere isn't aliens. Nothing else about it Why? is aliens. <sighs> See, this is the, the this is the thing that frustrates the shit out of me, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're spending all of this money, and they would have spent, you know, got some sort of deal on this one, or you know, committed to giving the, a portion of the the profits to the aliens' property owners. Mm. Like, if you're spending all that money on that surely just spend that little bit extra and get the soundtrack or get some of the original characters or something like that. Like just, you know, do something you can, you can dress up as fucking Hex or something like that for five bucks, you know, as a, as a DLC skin, like that kind of thing would be like, that's the kind of stuff that aliens fans want. Take us back to the original scenes. Like, you know, take us to the places that we know from the movies. That's what we want to play. That's what, what we want to see. Yeah. Show us some of the same same storylines, maybe, potentially. Like, yeah, how would we handle the scene from Aliens where they're trying to, you know, get out of the, you know, get off the planet? How would we handle all of that? So it, it disappoints me when I, when I hear that they, you know, I'm all for new stories, 100%. That's totally fine. Bring in new stuff, all, absolutely. But you got to get the basics right first. And if you can't get that nostalgia tick for people then what's the point that's the half the reason that you you're buying into this property is for the nostalgia factor yeah there's there's very little nostalgia like there are of you know pulse rifles aliens all that sort of stuff like that and oh this room looks a little bit like this um there's no story um this the core solid gameplay itself is fine 
it doesn't feel like an Aliens game, but if you... Re- if, uh, Davo, I was playing this with Davo from Super Movie Bros. He flat out asked me, if you made this, instead of being an Aliens game, if this was a Starship Troopers game, would it be better? And I was, my response was, yes. Because Aliens, you either need to... You need to na- fucking knock the atmosphere of Aliens out of the park before it even starts becoming a good game. With Aliens... Yeah. Like, you look at the films, like, you don't see... Aliens is like Jaws. You don't see the alien... And it builds up all of this tension and, you know, this suspense, and then aliens appear. Where this is basically, like, left for dead. Like, you go down two corridors in the first level, and then swarms of aliens come running at you. And they try to do this thing of, like, vents dropping and burst pipes bursting. But because there's no atmosphere and the sound, like, the sound design in this game, I'm sorry, it's, it's pretty crap. It's like random oboes and stuff like that that just doesn't work. <laughs> like, me and my brother oboes, are playing man. this. He's like, is there a fucking oboe playing while we're taking on <laughs> swarms of fucking... You know, xenomorphs is like, yeah, there's this random, like, oboe fucking weird sounds. I'm like, no, you need, you don't need to have the level of music that Doom has with heavy metal, but if you could use the score from James Horner's score from Aliens, then fucking go for it. And there's multiple classes to play as where, like, that's the good thing about it is the classes that you play as determine you generally need to do those. Yeah, Yeah, there's call outs and stuff like that. If you're playing as the heavy, you get to use the smart gun. If you're playing as the gunner, which is like Hicks and Hudson, you've got the pulse rifle and a shotgun or a flamethrower. If you're playing as the medic, you can the medic class is both great and awful at the same time. Uh, You've got a pulse rifle, but you can put a healing station down to heal people in a little cone field, but you can only recharge the healing station by picking up med packs, which then remove med packs for other players to be able to heal themselves. Uh, rather than just making it a it recharges over time or something like that you need to use med packs to recharge the med station which then take med packs away from the team if they need to use it themselves and med packs give you like 80 to 90 percent health while the healing station gives you like maybe when you first start off about 30 40 percent health before it runs out so it's like uh, the medic's not required you need a heavy and two gunners and that's it there is a technician class who can put down a sentry turret and it's fine but if you've got a heavy and they've got the smart gun, you can just call out what's going on. Like, if yeah. you call out what's going on, the smart gun automatically targets anyways. But it's it's a hard game to, to recommend, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let, let's give it a score and, uh, and a final review. Uh, this, is, this is a hard one. Um, <laughs> look, when I was playing this with friends, and of course I've done a video review for it, there is fun to be had, but you can have fun with anything with friends. You know, I'm sure fucking robbing a liquor store is better with friends than doing it by yourself. There's more blame. <laughs> I'm sure doing laundry or pulling teeth is better with friends, but y- you have to ask your friends to buy this game. Yeah. And if they're and not don't do that massive, <laughs> massive, massive Aliens fans, then they're not going to dig it. Like... Yeah. yeah, if you're an Aliens fan, yeah, cool, all right, I get to use a smart gun. The smart gun also doesn't have a grenade launcher. There is no well, grenade launcher in this game. That's just crazy. It's one of the most iconic weapons in movies, and it's not here. Mm. Um, I'm going 2.5. Yeesh. Okay, yeah. that's... If, it's, uh, if it hits Game Pass, then take a look. It's also not cross-platform, which I think is very stupid. And, yeah. and maybe that's a limiter. It is a brand new studio. It is their first game. As a first game from a brand new studio, it's fine. But because it's Aliens, you need to... like it. It's it's like releasing... I, I wouldn't say Star Wars, because Star Wars is too... like You can make so many different games in the Star Wars universe. But it's like using... Uh, 
fuck, I don't know, Star Trek, and rather than it making a, you know, space void sort of thing, it's fucking, you know, it's The Sims building a house. Or, like, yeah. it, 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 it's... You need to na- you need to nail certain things when using existing properties, and it just wasn't nailed. And it's like you need the atmosphere, you need the tension, you need the horror. And I went and purchased Colonial Marines, as bad as that game is, and it's still not a good. It's still worse than this game. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> they nail the atmosphere and the tension and stuff like that in Colonial Marines, and the soundtrack in Colonial Marines is good. The game is fucking awful, but yeah. it's just like. I feel like there were some aspects that they needed to use from previous games and bring it into this. Like, I th- I'm fairly sure, and I got into a, a discussion with G-Man about this, I think they used assets from Alien Isolation in this game, even though they don't make sense. So, like, mm. the whole thing for Alien Isolation... Uh, you played Isolation, didn't you, Fuzzy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, th- there were the androids that were, like, if you went into the room after they said you couldn't go when they tried to kill you. And it's like, yeah, because they're the, they're the SIGs and robots. They're, they're dumber than Wayland Dutani, but they're cheaper. And that was that was the whole thing for them. It was like, well, yeah, the android, like, Bishop and Ash are smarter because they're Wayland Dutani. But the SIGs and yeah. ones are stupid, but they're cheap. But in this game, Wayland Dutani use SIGs and androids. And I'm sitting there going, Why? You have your own Androids. Why would you... That's, mm. that's like Apple using a Samsung phone. It just doesn't make sense. So, yeah, yeah, yeah 2.5. I'm going to come back to it in a year to see what's changed because they are constantly updating and bringing new DLC and stuff to the game, apparently. There yep. is a $100 version of this game that gives you skins so you can wear close, similar outfits to what Drake wears in, in Aliens, but 50 bucks is a hard ask, man. 60 bucks yeah. in stores as well for a physical copy. Youch. Okay, yep. there we go. Um, Aliens Fire Team. That's uh, yeah, that's out now. It sounds like it might be one to wait for. <laughs> if it hits Game Pass, then take a look at it. It's worth it for yeah. Game Pass, but it is it is not worth it for full price, man. Yep, fair enough. Thank you, Dirty. Well, look, um, speaking of games that aren't worth it for full price, let me tell you about the game that I've been playing. Um, it is Madden 22. Um, the uh, follow-up to Madden 21, uh, which is the follow-up to Madden 20, surprisingly. Um, mm. This is the uh, the seasonal um, uh, football game that comes through. American football we're talking about here. Um, and if you were hoping for an improvement from the previous editions from Madden 21, which was a tepid affair at best... Um, Maybe <laughs> I've, I've sort of described this in um, in a review that I wrote for it. Um, that is more of like instead of going forward like a forwards improvement, they've kind of you know gone done like a sideways move. They've juked to the side in in football terms, and and yeah, it, it's not any better or any worse. It's just different. Um, so they've retargeted focus. So things like um, the franchise gameplays back. They had the franchise mode in previous years where you could, you know, get your t- your favorite team and you know build it up and do sorts of all sorts of things with it. They they kind of didn't really do anything with it though for a number of years, and this year they've made massive improvements to it. So that's really great. But then you're still left with a whole bunch of the same shit gameplay when you get into the game itself. That it's like, eh, well, you know, I'm having fun outside of the game, and then I get into the game, and it's still the same shit. So very um, a very interesting addition to uh, to be releasing for them. It's um, it's an interesting thing, like with sports games that release every year. Yeah, uh, Formula One, FIFA, uh, well, Madden and NBA. 
if you have an off season or on, well, an off year, you, I, I feel like you can't necessarily release a game immediately next year. Even though Madden is you know, the do. only, yeah, it's the only um, American football game, just like uh, NBA 2K is basically the only basketball game, and so on and so forth. But when 2K released, uh, I said, two, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. When 2K released a bad WWE game, which was 2020, I think, it, no, 2019. It was a very, because it wasn't done by the, the company that's always been doing the WWE game. They took yeah. a year and a half off to work on the next one. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's got to be a thing of, if you've got one bad release, you need to basically take two years to make a good one three years later. Yeah, no, well, look, I, I, I hear where you're coming from. Um, that is not the case with these guys. They they know that they make money. These games continually make bank. Um, I think when they, they look back to, well, when it was 2013, that by that stage they'd released something like 13 editions of the Madden NFL game um, as well as previous editions, uh, as well as um, the the college football games, all sorts of other stuff they've done. They they were making like they'd make billions of dollars on this game. They make billions of dollars every year on this particular game, um, and it just uh, they're going to continue to release it because it it almost costs them money not to, if you know what I mean. Um, so they yeah, it's it's a little bit disappointing that that's um, that's still the case here. Hopefully, um, you know, they, they heard a little bit of the feedback from from fans and have made improvements with this edition. Hopefully, they hear the, the cry out again and say and, and make those improvements that need to be made because they, they really have no challenger at the moment. Um, you know, we, used to, we look at other games like, you know, NBA 2K used to have um, NBA, NBA Live. Live. yeah. Yep. Um, FIFA used to have a Pro Evolution Soccer. That's no longer going to be made anymore. Um, there are, you know, there were, there were always challenges to the big daddy, and but Madden has never had a challenger. There's not a big enough market, apparently, to, to launch two types of NFL games, um, mainly down to licensing. So licensing, I think there is exclusive rights within EA to play, th- uh, to use the NFL uh, brands. Um, and, yeah, that's a little bit disappointing. I think they did a they did have a NFL 2K series, um, and they had, you know, different team names and all the rest of it. Um, and there was a te- there was a game called Blitz. I don't know if you ever played that. That was a no. lot of fun. It was a very arcadey version of uh, of football, um, but it was really great. And they used to do like you know how like you get those X ray close ups of um, in, in Sniper, um, the Sniper video games, and yeah. yeah, it's like that, but for tackles, and you'd like you know break someone's collarbone and you'd see like inside. There was one move which was fantastic, which I loved. It was the best move where some guys like you folded them in half with a massive tackle and their testicles exploded it was fantastic just just a really really interesting game um but yeah there's no real challenger as such for the yeah the Madden title so they don't really need to do much and they still make billions of dollars um so yeah a little bit of a disappointment i think you know specifically calling out things in here um, the anything outside of the franchise mode or the ultimate teams mode is probably not worth playing. Um, the uh, the career uh, my, like the my career mode where you follow an individual player and they've got you know cut scenes and all the rest of it boring. <laughs> it's really boring. It's really poorly done. Uh, they didn't spend a lot of money on it and it's just not worth doing. Um, 
yeah, I think they, they, they've got a long way to go to be a probably an NBA 2K kind of level uh, of game or a FIFA level of game. They just don't seem to care about it, though. They don't seem to want to do anything about it. Um, so, do you yes. think it could be because um, we? it's the first game releasing from EA uh, in regards to new generation of consoles and stuff like that, where yep. they might not necessarily have had access to next-gen or current-gen consoles now that they would have had to create the actual software like do you reckon maybe yeah. next year would be better because then they'd have a full year with you know the series x and the playstation 5 i don't think that's such an issue because i mean they're releasing these ga- these games across platform there is ps5 versions of it but they're also bringing it out on on pc so the you know the the le- they've got next gen current gen and pc with even with just pc if they were just releasing on that the, the quality would have to be of such a high standard that it would meet at least the next gen standards as well so as far as you know quality of game itself I'm, I'm not sure that that's the problem it's more the content within it um so there's you know fidgety movement issues the ai is really shit within the game um it doesn't there's there's a really weird balancing issue they have with it as well where the you know like top players and top rated players within the game are just so overpowered that they become unstoppable you know when they have a couple of good players and get a bit of momentum there is nothing that that will beat them so every pass hits every tackle hits every dodge makes you know it works it just it's so overpowered that it makes the game you know you push towards certain players and that just brings that takes the fun out of the game takes that sort of team aspect out of it and means that you can focus on individuals to make your team better and I, I just don't think that's that works for team sports yeah fair enough if 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 players and the ai are like the juggernaut if they get any momentum they're unstoppable that's a bit it's a bit fucking stupid yeah it's there, there is a bit of a momentum thing in here as well so if you make good plays that you know your team will get certain bonuses um, and if you you know get beaten back, the other team will get certain bonuses. So they're, they're, that's quite fun. That sort of balances out the game. It's really simplistic, but it does add a few little elements to it. There's um, a home and away kind of thing as well. So if you're playing away from home, um, you do get um, like the crowd comes into it. Um, and if you're playing at home, your crowd you know gives you up. But if you're playing in an opposition stadium, you you know their team might get bumped up in certain areas as well. So those kinds of elements it's very sort of almost a little bit of rpg taste to a, a a game where different things will impact you know it's not just a standard you know head-to-head or pay on paper there are elements that that will change the game within it as well so yes there's some cool elements to it um like i said the franchise mode some of these rpg elements are quite fun uh but yeah, apart from that, everything else is still there. All the glaring issues are still apparent, and Madden is still the suboptimal game that it has been for the last. Oh, look, I can't. I'd probably say 2018 was the last time they had a really good uh, Madden game, mm. but yeah, beyond that, I don't know. I, I just think there's they, they need to do something different. Yeah, fair enough. And like you said as well, they have no competition. And if you've got no competition, you just get complacent. Like yeah. you just go like, well, what else are they going to play? Yeah, well, the, and the that's real it. sport. Yeah, there's absolutely no way that they, you know, they they give two shits about it because people will come back. They're making billions of dollars. They're selling billion, you know, millions of copies. They they don't care. 
Mm. Um, so it, until somebody challenges them and until people stop buying the game, um, that won't change. I mean, I think yeah, they, I, I would like to see them do something new, like a new engine. They did this game on Fro- Frostbite uh, 3, I think it was. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they start development on um, the new Frostbite, Frostbite 4, 4 uh, which is yeah. coming out. I think that's coming out next year with a lot of games, isn't it? Isn't that for Battlefield? I think, it, sorry, that's right. Battlefield's the first one that's going to kick off with. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think they've done Frostbite 3 for the last at least three years. Um, so they've kind of, uh, maybe four, like they, they kind of just stick with it for a while. And, you know, it, it, it hasn't really changed over that time. And that's probably a big disappointment for me. Yeah, and there is, um, um, I think speaking of Frostbite, I think we got some photos today of um, Dead Space, the the remake and development that they're doing, yep. or the, the reboot or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, seeing what some corridors of the, what was the what was the ship called? The Ishimura? Um, seeing corridors inside that, man, looks fucking insane. I'm going to yeah. shit a brick. So, look, I mean, I, I would hope that new sports games will be able to lift off um, the new Frostbite engines. Um, mm. But, yeah, I mean, whether or not EA is going to spend the money on something they don't have to <laughs> is uh, is another story entirely. So we'll wait and see. Um, look, I'm going to give this one a score. Um, I, I think this one is it's somewhere between a 3 and a 3.5. Okay. Um, so it depends on on my mood. Uh, some days I'm leaning three point five, other days I'm leaning three. I will say I have I've not gone back to replay this very much because I've just not been that interested in going back to it again. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's definitely one that if you are a hardcore fan and you like to re up every year, go for it. But I don't think you're going to find anything new here. Don't expect yeah, anything new. <laughs> and that, that's that's sort of the same when it comes to us with Formula One as well. Like if you if if you're a hardcore fan, you'll dig it. But like when you're looking at it as in feature wise, there's there's not much that they keep. Well, there there is a little bit for Formula One, I guess. But like, yeah, you do have to be a fan to get into it, or like see other people play it and see how excited they get in order for that excitement to transfer over to you. Yeah, that's right. I think there's there's a bit in there that um, yeah, <laughs> I I think that the true fans will really enjoy it for what it is and we'll look past all of the flaws um but yeah i think for me there's too many for me to recommend that as a, a must go buy if you uh, if you don't really feel like buying it if yeah if you were you're waiting on a review to make it to help you decide i would suggest that uh yeah this this review might help you decide um otherwise you would have already purchased this game and <laughs> yeah, you'll know what you're in for <laughs> yeah exactly Yes, but there we go. So that's it for this week. We've uh, reviewed a couple of big games. We will be back uh, next week to review some more. Um, I'm not sure what it's going to be. Deathloop comes out pretty soon. I don't know when our review will be. Um, We have Deathloop coming out. We have Back for Blood coming. We have, of course, the new Far Cry game coming. We have... Shit. Forza Horizon. We've got Halo. We've got Call of Duty. We've got Battlefield. There's loads of games for us to talk about. Um, For anyone interested, on Tuesdays, Fuzzy and I play Formula One. 2021, we've got a seven-man streaming crew going on at the moment and a championship crew. Um, Fuzzy crossed the line... Four, fifth, fifth was it? Fourth, fourth, yeah. Uh, on on the last race, and it was uh, it was it was pretty pretty got pretty hairy. We were running mediums that were going <laughs> a bit too long, um, but uh, we also had some fun. We recreated the heavy rain spa race for a bit of fun, and um, 
rewatching that on multiple different angles with uh, with Blank Mongoose, with Iron Kermit, with Papa Giuseppe, sort of just seeing all the different angles of people doing the launch and the wets. Oh man, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> we do also have uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed coming out very soon. I'm very excited for that. I believe we're going to be doing some more some streaming and some fun with that because we can bump into each other with that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody's looking forward to uh, a contact sport finally. <laughs> yeah, elbows out, yeah. Yes, there we go. Um, yeah, so we'll be back to talk about those games in uh, in future episodes. Um, until that time, it is Fuzzy Dan reminding you that um, if you are releasing a game every single year, try to do something fucking different. <laughs> and this is Dewey reminding you that if you're going to make an Aliens game, first you nail the atmosphere, then you nail the sign, and then, then you get, you the, get the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy, where'd you get the aliens? I took it while you were napping. Do it again. (laughs) 